At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The first look at betting next week's games in the NFL. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, second hour of the opening lines. To those of you who are just joining us, happy Thanksgiving week. We are here. Thanksgiving's coming up on Thursday, which means this week of the National Football League, a little bit different, right? And from a contest perspective as well. We're talking about the Survivor, for example. Survivor, Thanksgiving its own week. You know, that was the controversy. Mike Palm was very happy about that addition. Uh, Circus Survivor. So, you had three games on Thanksgiving, and as Matt Humans has noted, a rarity for this Thanksgiving. Uh, what'd you call it? A turkey. Uh, because... All six teams in action on Thanksgiving, all coming off of losses this last weekend. <laughs> NFL serving up a rotten turkey right off the bat with Bears, Lions, and then the Raiders, Cowboys, Bills, Saints, all six teams coming off a loss today. Yes. And um, really, look, it's always funny to open Thanksgiving up with uh, you always put the Lions game on mute in the morning and just do whatever you want while you're doing stuff. Wait, around. I, that's the one day of the year, I'm serious, where I know I'm going to sleep in and I wake up. Uh, see, sometime around 11.30, and mm-hmm. I watch the fourth quarter of the Lions game. Yep. I'm not going to wake up early Never. and watch the Bears play the Lions or who I don't care who the Lions are playing. I'm not going to wake up early on Thanksgiving to watch the Lions. No, and it's surprising. i, I got to be honest with you. Look, this Lions team has not been very good, but it's also been extremely undervalued by the market. Uh, that has been pretty apparent if you mm-hmm. look at it. Coming into this week, actually had a winning ATS record and yet again covered against the Cleveland Browns. So it's pretty interesting, again, to see them as a a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home to the Chicago Bears, who came off their own loss to the Baltimore Ravens today, a ridiculous loss. And on top of that, quarterback questions, as Justin Fields today injured his ribs. His spleen is also getting examined, humans. 
We know it's not broken in terms of the ribs or any of the other ribs, but like this is not the best situation for Chicago, and yet here we are, Detroit, a team that right now is 6-4 and four against the spread in these 10 games, catching points against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, the Lions have been a better bet than the Rams yep. this season, and the uh, Rams get so hyped by a lot of people, but uh, you made more money. If you, if you bet the Lions, you've lost money if you bet the Rams. Uh, that's simplistic terms. I think when you look at uh, this matchup, it's uh, who's the lesser of two evils? Is that, is that the Bears laying points on the road with the red rifle? I assume Andy Dalton is going to be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. At times today, he looked okay, but the Bears gave up the <laughs> unbelievable. They gave up the game-losing drive to Tyler Huntley and the Ravens. Oh. Uh, by the way, Khalil Mack is done for the year. Yep. You have foot surgery, so that Bears defense just doesn't have much bite. I think the whole key to this is going to be the Lions quarterback situation. And it's hard to say that because even if Jared Goff plays, do you really bump up the Lions that much? Say, all right, now I'm going to bet on Detroit. But I'm not betting on Detroit with Tim Boyle at quarterback. Right. Into the fourth quarter today, he had 48 yards passing with two interceptions. Still covered. And the Lions still had a shot to win the game. Yep. To me, that's, that's more of an indictment of the Browns than anything, that the Browns let the Lions hang around with a quarterback who's doing absolutely nothing and hurting his team. So I, I think when you look at that first matchup on Thanksgiving, you would like to take the three and a half with the Lions, but you'd also like Jared Goff or maybe even David Blau to be the quarterback. I'm not going to bet on Tim Boyle. Yeah, if it, well, you know, it's funny, this Bears game. So Andy Dalton comes in. It's like a bubble pass to Darnell, a bubble screen to Darnell Mooney, who evades two tacklers and busts it off for a 60-yard touchdown pass. Uh, the play-by-play announcer, Andy Dalton brings him downfield in two plays. <laughs> I love the way we, I love the way we look at these quarterbacks. They get all of, they get all of the fanfare. All right, so the other two games on this day are actually pretty intriguing. The Raiders go on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, we haven't talked much about their dud today against the Kansas City Chiefs. Seven with a total of fifty-four and a half on the look ahead gets reopened today. Humans with seven and a half in favor of the Dallas Cowboys against the Las Vegas Raiders. And you've talked about this a couple of times. It's something we mentioned throughout the week. It's why you and I both were on the Bengals in the contest this weekend. It's the wheels seem to be off now for the Las Vegas Raiders. This is now the third consecutive year in which they have gotten off to a good start and now continue to flail. Three consecutive losses coming out of the bye for the Las Vegas Raiders. I can't get rid of the feeling though that maybe, just maybe, this might be the spot to maybe look at the Raiders to stay within a number up to 7.5 and, and over a touchdown. It's not like the, the Cowboys, two of the last three weeks defensively, have been in any great shakes. No, they haven't. And the Raiders don't get many chances to play on Thanksgiving. But uh, they're getting a, a good opportunity here in Dallas, and I think maybe catching the Cowboys at the right time. Let's see what happens with Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. Because Correct. if Dallas is without those two playmakers on offense, uh, the Cowboys – could be in big trouble. You see it today. As much as we brag, or everybody brags about Kellen Moore, and uh, he's going to be a future head coach. He's an offensive genius. He looked like anything but a genius today without um, Cooper and Lamb. In the second half, the Cowboys struggled to move the football. So do you go back to a running game with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard and uh, try to beat the Raiders that way, which you certainly could. Bad right? Bengals ran the ball pretty yeah. well today against them. Joe Mixon was uh, – MVP for the Bengals today. It was not Joe Burrow. It was Joe Mixon. Buck 23, 4.1, two touchdowns, had a long of 20 yards as well. So you can run the ball on this Raiders team. You can throw it on this Raiders defense as well. But if you don't have Cooper, if you don't have Lamb, I think the Cowboys are going to rely on the run. And that's uh, Jeff Benson made a good point there too. Maybe you look under the total in that case if the Cowboys are going to go to a ground attack. The total is uh, a one spot I see at Circa right now, 51. Mm-hmm. And 51 is a key number in totals. I would probably look to play under 51, especially if it looks like the Cowboys are going to be without those two playmakers. Yep. 
Absolutely. Uh, the other game, of course, the Bills at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, do you, by the way, from a contest perspective, do you, will you play Thanksgiving I games? I will. Yeah. If, um, if I decide I really like one of these games, I will play them. But it's, it's tricky, like last season and this season, to do it because of players who might – let's say the Packers-Rams game. You want to wait till the weekend to get right. as much information as Aaron you can, Rogers. whether or not Aaron Rodgers is going to play in that game, or what. But to sit by the same token, JVT, it's you're you're giving up three games on Thanksgiving. That's a lot to. You're really reducing what you have to pick from here if you pass over all the Thanksgiving games. It's, so if I really like one, I will play a Thanksgiving game. But the problem for those who don't know, you have to have if you play a Thanksgiving game, you have to have all your picks in, all five of your picks in by Thanksgiving. You, you right. can't wait on the rest of them. And that's what makes it tricky. It's uh, it's uh, essentially fifty percent of the card, right? Like you're looking. If you cut out the Thanksgiving games, you're going to be picking fifty percent of the card on Saturday. If you include Monday, right? So yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. And I, I bring that up because I do think the Saints here catching four and a half. Like to me, that is already on the short list, right? Against Buffalo, mm-hmm. you know, I always we always talk about, or I do in terms of you know finding where the market's at in certain things. And usually the sl- the market's slow to adjust, which is why you can kind of play on teams consecutive weeks. Best example is the New England Patriots. Market refused to adjust on New England for four or five consecutive weeks, and sure enough, you get good value. They cover those numbers. You know, the Bills, I think, are kind of in that realm where, you know, they're still being a little overvalued by the market. It's a defense that was largely untested. You see what happens today against Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts. And while the Saints did not perform overly well here this past uh, day, and Trevor Simeon threw a couple of interceptions, did not look great, at the same time, they outgained the Philadelphia Eagles today. Still at the yards per play were more efficient than the Philadelphia Eagles just don't know if I'm still there where Bills should be four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against a team that's getting healthier, by the way. Well, i got to find out what Alvin Kamara's status is. We, we should know that early this week. But if uh, Kamara's back and the Saints are a healthier team, I would look to take the Saints plus four-and-a-half. And in that case, uh, I might end up playing a Thanksgiving game. I am not going to play the Bears-Lions game. No, so. no, no. I'd <laughs> – I, I, yeah, I'd rather eat the – what's the tofurkey? Or the – yeah, the tofu duck turkey thing? I'd Never rather have that on Thanksgiving. All right, let's go to Sunday then. Uh, so we have a lot of games here. We spent some time on this, but New England Patriots, this is one of the – there's two big adjustments from the weekend uh, from the look-ahead lines. Patriots on the look-ahead were two-and-a-half point favor with a total of 46-and-a-half. Reopens today, five-and-a-half in one spot, six. You get the other games uh, in that order, but I want to touch on the other one that's been quite the adjustment here. Carolina Panthers were a one-point favorite on the look-ahead with a total of 43-and-a-half. They fall today to the Washington football team, reopens Miami minus one and a half at home. And, uh, you know, as far as that adjustment on the Patriots game, I guess I don't have a problem with it at five and a half or six because of how bad the Titans looked and how bad Ryan Tannehill looked mm-hmm. without Derrick Henry Three today. Straight they weeks did, now, yep. did have a flat spot, and it does look like line inflation. And maybe the sharp betters will take a look at the dog here, but – I'm going to repeat what I said in the first hour. I know some very sharp betters who were all over the Falcons yep. Thursday night, plus seven against the Patriots. They were laughing. This line is absurd. You have to bet. You have to bet the Falcons plus seven. They were mocking the number, mocking the public for betting the Patriots, and the Patriots won the game twenty-five nothing. So wow. they were. I'll, I'll tell you who it was during the break. But uh, they were laughing at the public for betting the Patriots. Was very sharp betters, guys who have a great reputation. Uh, how'd that turn out? So I think this Patriots team's on a real roll uh, right now. And the Titans, you made the point last hour, when they when they beat the Rams and when they beat the Saints, the defense set up scores in that game. Mm-hmm. Two Had a pick six, uh, basically two pick sixes against right. the Rams. Set them up on a two-yard yeah. line on one of them. And uh, the defense also set up short fields against the uh, the Saints. 
this Titans offense without Derrick Henry cannot sustain drives. Ryan Tannehill is going to get exposed uh, for what he is, which is a below average, or maybe you just say an average quarterback. Uh, so that's why I don't have a problem with the Patriots being six, five and a half, six point favorites. If the Patriots don't turn the ball over, it's going to be really hard for the Titans, I think, to put points on the board here. Yeah, if you want the numbers for the two games prior to this one for the Tennessee Titans, uh, outgained 373, uh, 264 by the New Orleans Saints in that um, in that game. Negative 1.5 yards per uh, net per play. Lone touchdown drive of the second half, short field after Deontay Harris fumble. And if you combine that Rams game and that Saints game coming into this week, 20.8 yards per drive, 4.1 yards per play. Not very good offensively. And again, you saw that here again today with Mike Rabel standing in the rain like a tough guy. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but that annoyed me. Like, we get it. You're a former football player. You're tough. Like, put on a parka, bro. Okay? You're going to get sick uh, regardless. All right. So, we're rolling through the opening lines uh, again. So, Jets and Texans, speaking of the Titans, right, their opponent today. Texans look ahead three with a total of 46. Three opens three in favor of them. Eagles three on the look ahead on the New York Giants. Three opens three and a half in favor of Philly. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, three-point favorite on the road against the Indianapolis Colts in the look ahead. Reopens Tampa Bay, minus two and a half. Jags-Falcons pick last week, and then still a pick today. Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll see what this gets rehung at. But the Bengals are a four-point favorite on the look ahead, readjusted at four and a half. And the Chargers, two and a half with a total of 48 on the look ahead, readjusted to Chargers minus one and a half. You and I agree. I think that'll probably get to Denver, catching a full three by the time we get to, if not Monday, I would assume by Sunday after the result holds. So we got three really good games later in the afternoon, which we'll get to, too, and some deep analysis because we got to talk about the Minnesota Vikings, a team that consistently underperforms and underwhelms. Yet they got a big win today against the Green Bay Packers. It's coming up next year in the opening lines. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Opening Lines with Charles Avantobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Black Friday offers here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive $20 credit to the VSIN store. You get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear. The Edge shirt, it's in there. Uh, hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at slash subscribe. Bruce Marshall coming up in about 20 minutes to talk uh, college football. This is Feast Week, JVT. Feast Week means NFL. Oh. It also means college football rivalry week. Mm-hmm. And it means college hoops. Right now we're watching Wichita State UNLV. Just tipped off, baby. Just tipped off at 9 p.m. Pacific at T-Mobile Arena on the Strip. And um, I just cashed a ticket on the game before this. I took Arizona mm-hmm. uh, plus three and a half against Michigan. And, uh, boy, the Wolverines looked bad in a couple of games here early in the season. Arizona blew out Michigan in the first game. Here are the, the Roman main event, the championship game tonight. What was the final score? Uh, let me see. I'll get that for you in two seconds. Arizona was up 80 to 62. 80 to 62. Uh, wow. By the way, and, and Michigan, I uh, said, was a, closes a four-point favorite in that game. And was in a dogfight Friday night with UNLV. Don't let that final score uh, fool you, 74 to 61. Rebels were giving them all they could handle for a good chunk of that game. It should have been a nine, ten-point game. Yeah. UNLV fouled unnecessarily a couple times at the end to let Michigan hit free throws and win that game by 13. So if you laid 12 and a half, you can thank uh, Kevin Kruger, the UNLV <laughs> coach, for telling Never his guys up. to foul down 10 with 10 seconds left. Yep. Uh, also, Maui Jim Maui Invitational tipping off this week. Uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic what you have going on in college. The Jews. Maui Invitational at Mandalay Bay yes. in Las Vegas. We'll be out here in Sin City. Yeah. Okay, so I teased this, throwing this out there. Um, Let's talk about this team, a team that is the only one in the National Football League this season, Matt Humans, has had a lead of seven or more points in every single game, yet here they are, 5-5, five and five, clinging to life in the NFC. That, would, of course, would be the Minnesota Vikings, who almost found a way to blow this one today sure. against the Green Bay Packers. 34-31, to 31, the final score for Minnesota. They led 16-3. to three. Mike Zimmer refused to go for two there. Also got another touchdown to take a 23-10 to 10 lead. Refused to go for two there. And shockingly enough, then gave up consecutive touchdowns to the Green Bay Packers, who took a 24-23 lead at the end. I feel like you should have gone for two at some point. Regardless, they get away with one. Kirk Cousins actually throws an interception, but it's dropped by the DB. Mm-hmm. So what do we do with Minnesota now taking on the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers at home, and get the, this is something I brought up in, in that Rams game on Monday night, and I'll say this one more time. This is a San Francisco 49ers team that before that Monday night game against the Rams was laying on average 3.6 points in every single one of the home games prior. Now they're under that field goal here against Minnesota. was on Minnesota today in the contest, and I got to tell you, humans, I think this is the one where they uh, they get it handed to them. 
They're not really good against the run, and this San Francisco team can't run the ball very effectively. And I think when you're talking about under a field goal here against the Minnesota Vikings, I finally might have to go against my boys. Yeah, I also think it's a good spot to bet against the Vikings off that emotional yes. win over the Packers today. So if, if you're a situational handicapper, if you look for spots, this would be a good spot to bet against the Vikings. And I think the Niners had to get that um, – they had to end that home losing streak, and they did that the last time out to beat the Rams. In fact, the only team the, the Niners have beat at home in the last 13 months is the Rams. Mm-hmm. But I think laying less than three here, I might look at the Niners too. And I, I don't like to bet this team much. Uh, but I did bet them against the Rams at home last time out. That was different because we were catching four yep. points in that game. Now you got to lay two and a half. But Kirk Cousins was lucky today. And, uh, you know, you're going to hear a lot about his uh, two interceptions on the season. How, got. how great he's been. Huh? That's all he's got. Takes care of the football. He threw a pick today that got wiped out by a roughing the passer penalty. He threw another pick that turned. It was overturned when it looked like the uh, DB didn't control the ball when he hit the ground. Didn't complete the process yeah. of the catch going to the ground. He, he was kind of like we were talking about with Carson Wentz in that 49ers game where he could have thrown four interceptions and he threw one. Right. And then after the game, they threw up for Carson Wentz. Hasn't thrown an interception yeah. in six weeks. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> not the time to do it, folks. Cousins was not that good today. And uh, the Vikings got away with it, though. And Mike Zimmer is just a poor game manager. He really, really poor is, game man. manager. I'm, I'm, I'm almost finished with the uh, Cousins-Zimmer combo in Minnesota. But winning that game today mm-hmm. did give them a little bit more life. And uh, they're three games back of the Packers in the NFC North. They still have some life. I think at two and a half here, I would probably look at the Vikings. Or this, excuse me, I would probably look to lay that number with the 49ers against the Vikings. This is literally, you know, what, you know what I think of when I look at the Vikings, since I'm a NBA guy? I honestly think of, and not to this extent, but I think of the Warriors in the sense that they're a really good team, they have a lot of talent, but they are ultimately held back by the guy that's in charge, right? <laughs> like, seriously, like, there's a lot of talent here. We're talking about a team that lost that game to the Arizona Cardinals on that late kick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the game in the first week of the season against the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, there's so many opportunities that this team has blown, and so much of it has to do with game management, poor game planning offensively. And if you just get somebody who thinks in 2021 football language as opposed to 1990 – Right? Well, you got to take the points and you got to kick extra points. You can't go for two. You can't oh, convert four There's down. so many coaches like that in the NFL. Yeah. How many times do you see guys pump from midfield? Mm hmm. Kick I'd... field goals inside the 10. Yep. Uh, you said you compared Zimmer to who in the NBA? Well, it's like the the Warriors before they were oh, like before, the Warriors. You know Steve what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Before I Steve you're Kerr. talking about Steve Kerr. No, now. no, no, like, no. Right like, oh, no, like they need a Steve <laughs> Kerr to make them the team so that we were... see on paper. That was a shot at Mark Jackson. Yes, of course it was. Yes. Yeah. A, a guy who had two of the best shooters in NBA history and only won like 50 games didn't do anything. Regardless. But you get my point. So it, it seems ultimately that the Vikings are in a pretty poor spot on the road against the San Francisco 49ers. Also doesn't help that defensively they actually don't really play the run that well, and I don't think that's going to set up very well against them. By EPA per play standards, the worst run defense in the National Football oh. League, the Minnesota Vikings. So we'll see if that's going to factor in in that game against San Francisco. Uh, the other, and I know you don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but we should talk about it. The Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Baltimore, look ahead was five and a half with a total of 48. The Sunday night matchup coming up next week. Reopens Baltimore minus four and a half at home against the Cleveland Browns. And I got to tell you, my Super Bowl pick in the preseason guide to the Cleveland Browns, I'm not feeling it anymore. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns no, you uh, be. <laughs> continue to be extremely disappointing. And I don't, look, Baker Mayfield's clearly not 100% healthy. The shoulder's bothering him, the knee is bothering him, his body is bothering him at this point right now. 
at what point do you go to Case Keenum because he's just clearly not healthy? And again here today against the Detroit Lions, you need a you you barely get by Detroit thirteen to ten. Your offense, an average five point three yards per play, only one hundred sixty five yards through the air. Like it's just not really working for Cleveland. But who knows what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson? He's clearly seriously ill and he couldn't play today. Yeah. I know how he feels. Uh, I had food poisoning over the weekend. Uh, you're like that Kings guy. No. Nah. The guy that was sitting courtside for <laughs> nah, the Sacramento I wasn't Kings. Like that. I who wasn't just like... puked all over the court. I, I didn't do that. <laughs> but uh, Lamar Jackson's got some sort of illness. What is it? Yeah, who knows? It's not. It's, Mystery illness. They swear up and down it's not COVID-related, so yeah. we'll see what it is. Well, um, I guess Lamar Jackson's status means everything here because if it's Tyler Huntley, you cannot lay the points with the Ravens. He got away with it today because that's a bad Bears team that mm-hmm. finds ways to lose. I don't think this is a uh, necessarily a good Browns team right now. In fact, they just got blown out by the Patriots 45-7 to and uh, had to struggle to get by the Lions today when Tim Boyle was a negative quarterback for Detroit. The Browns are not in a spot where I want to bet them. But at the same time, how confident do you feel they have four and a half or five, even mm-hmm. if Lamar Jackson is going to be back from an illness? Uh, with Baltimore, I don't, uh, especially in a division game. I don't like to lay points in division games uh, necessarily, at least more than uh, three. And uh, this will be one of the few Sunday night games. I'll tell you this right now. One of the few Sunday night games all season I have no action on. Cleveland, Baltimore, uh, no interest. None? No. Yeah, four and a halfs are holding strong. I would assume the news, once the news hits that Lamar Jackson's officially available, he'll probably get back up to that look-ahead line of like five and a half and see where it goes from there, but... It wouldn't surprise me if this is an ugly, low-scoring type of game. The Browns right now offensively are tough to watch, JVP. Mm-hmm. Your Browns are tough to watch. They are my Browns. All right, and last but not least, well, it might be least. Um, and by the way, I should point out that Circa has shaded that total uh, on the low side to 45.5, yep. where some spots had that as high as 48. So, so let's about Browns-Ravens. Monday night. Really quickly, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, so we've actually, this is another one that has been adjusted here in the hours uh, since uh, the final games ended. So Seattle Seahawks, three and a half with a total of 48 on the look ahead. We actually saw a reopen today of Seattle minus three, but we were down to Seattle minus one and a half on the road. There's a lone two out there with a total of 46. Uh, and this offense clearly has, so this team has some problems. There's a lot of no, uh, noise around uh, Pete Carroll and his job status for the Seattle Seahawks. And if he's going to be in charge going forward, this team clearly has a lack of talent in almost every single area. Russell Wilson today still not looking healthy. 14 to 26, 207, eight yards per attempt, got sacked four times. Uh, we'll hear, we, we got something to play later in the show about Russell Wilson's injury. But regardless, like the Seahawks, I can understand the market moving against them here because I don't know if they should be favored against anybody on the road. Yeah, everything's falling apart for uh, the Seahawks right now. And hey, Washington got a good win today at Carolina. So uh, I'm not sure that I would back the Seahawks. This is not the same Russell Wilson. Uh, you think back to last year when uh, the Seahawks thought they were one player away and they, they traded, uh, they, they made a trade for Jamal Adams that they're really going to regret. Not only did they pay, overpay him, they traded too much to get him, and they're a long way uh, from being where they thought they were. They thought they were one player away, they're a long way away from that. So I think the Seahawks, we're talking about the wheels falling off the Raiders. Oh, yeah. You're seeing the same thing in Seattle. Right? I was one of. Except it's worse because the Seahawks are three yeah. and seven. I was one of, like, eight analysts that picked the Seahawks to make the playoffs this year, the NFL guy. (laughs) All right, we'll come back. Buddy left to get to. Bruce Marshall is going to join us next. This. 
This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VSN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props at VSN.com. Get current odds as well as movement each week to follow the trends, find the best value, track the odds for MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. All right, let's get to college football. we got a lot going on here. Uh, first off, we welcome in Bruce Marshall, editor of the Gold Sheet. Nice enough to give us some time tonight. Bruce, uh, we'll just start with the news of the day, and then we'll get to the contest for next week. Florida firing Dan Mullen. Uh, what would you make of the news, and what do you make of Florida going forward uh, in these waning weeks of the season? Well, I'll tell you what, it, it adds another big job here to the uh, coaching carousel, which is now spinning wildly. And I, if, by my count, and Troy got rid of uh, Chip Lindsay today, too, I think we're up to 12 coaches now have been dismissed before the season is over. Uh, Lane Kiffin's name is going to come up again. Uh, Cristobal's name is going to come up. Uh, the busiest guy in the country the next uh, couple of weeks is going to be good old Jimmy Sexton, who's the agent for all these guys, many of these guys, and he's going to be really busy. Uh, because uh, the I, I, I'm going to tell you this year, you're going to see more openings than ever. There's I think we can see 30 or more coaching changes coming uh, when by the time the dust is settled. Like we're already at 12, and the dominoes haven't really started to fall with coaches leading from one school to another. So I, I think this is going to be a record-breaking year for the the hot seat in the coaching carousel. All right, Bruce Marshall, editor of the Gold Sheet, can read his college football write-ups and point spread weekly. Each week as well. And, Bruce, I know you're working on uh, writing up a bunch of these college football games tonight at your home office. How about Michigan-Ohio State? Uh, two years ago, these teams did not play last year because of COVID, and Michigan got lucky because that would have been a beatdown in Columbus. When these teams played two years ago, uh, I'm going to say 2018 in Columbus, 62-39 to 39 Ohio State. When they played two years ago in Ann Arbor, 56-27 Ohio State. Blowout, blowout. We know Ryan Day does not like Jim Harbaugh, wants to rub his face in it. Uh, this number last week at a couple spots was six. It is now eight. Buckeyes laying eight on the road. How do you break down that Big Ten rivalry? I hate them both, and I hope they both lose, but that can't happen this week. So uh, here we go. Uh, Day has also said he'd like to put 100 points on Michigan. I'm sure that's going to be up in the Wolverines' locker room. But – I'll tell you, you know, C.J. Stroud looked so good last week. I mean, he's right there. I think the Heisman race is now him and Bryce Young, uh, one or the other, and it'll be decided here in the next couple of weeks. The only the, the reluctance of Ohio State is they, they jumped on Michigan State last week big, but, you know, what they were challenged a couple of times in the last month. The Nebraska and Penn State games were not easy, and you would think Michigan might be able to hang in there. This defense should might be able to hang in there. We're still kind of formulating this right now. Um and, and what we'll do, but, you know, the number under, it's still single digits here. I can see a case for Ohio State if you just think they're just going to go in there and roll like they have the last few times they played Michigan, even though it hasn't been since 2019. Yeah, that was uh, lopsided. Uh, it's been a lopsided rivalry. In fact, Ohio State's won 15 of the last 16, mm-hmm. which is uh, hard to believe. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah Michigan uh, can't even get on, on the board in the last decade against these guys. All right, let's uh, – Let's talk about another one. This is going to be a lopsided uh, – it used to be a really good rivalry, and this is going to be a lopsided uh, result. It sure looks like Notre Dame and Stanford. And I was trying to find the opener here. It's uh, at circuit right now, 17. It opened – I think, I think at, 16 uh, and a half. Yeah, it's 16, 16 and a half. 
Notre Dame, a 17-point road favorite, total of 52-and-a-half, and the Cardinal just got crushed by Cal in the big game, Bruce. Yeah, man. And by the way, Luke Fickle is the last Ohio State coach to lose to Michigan for what that's worth. So uh, anyway, just putting a little capper on that Ohio State-Michigan talk. This one, uh, this is one of these teams, Stanford. We're not going to have a chance to go against Stanford after this week, and I suggest we do it this week. Uh, Notre Dame is in position. I mean, if a little bit more chaos in the in the poll here, like like Cincinnati losing, which is possible um, this week, uh, the Irish are kind of poised to slip back into the top four. But the story here, and and they looked great last week. I mean, the offense was clicking. The defense has really picked up the pace in the couple, last couple of weeks. I'm not sure Stanford is much better than Georgia Tech right now. Uh, all season long, and it's really collapsed in this six game losing streak. The longest on the farm for David Shaw. The blueprint that he had for most of the last decade is gone up there. Running the football and stopping the run, they don't do either now. They don't have game breakers like they have with Bryce Love and Christian McCaffrey. Tanner McKee did come back in the lineup last week, but he's not enough to elevate this team that is really, really getting smoked. I mean, Cal got over 600 yards last week. I don't want Stanford right now. Last chance to go against them. We might as well take advantage of it. Yeah, the Irish embarrassed Georgia Tech, and they could do the same to Stanford uh, this week. Bruce, how do you look at uh, this week in college football from different handicapping angles? You talk about coaches on the way out, teams that maybe have quit, or teams that need a win to get bowl eligible. There are a lot of different angles to look at this week. Yeah, there are a lot, and, and some of these teams are playing out the string with the interim coaches. I mean, they're, shoot, there's more of those right now than – you can shake a stick at, but what I look at right at the end, we touched upon it briefly a second ago, Matt, with, with Stanford. There's some of these teams that are going so bad right now. Um, and some of them may be changing coaches too. We you know like Florida national. There's only, no, they're going to be making a change there. This is your last chance to go against some of these teams. So let's go down the list here really quick. One is Stanford got smoked. Like we talked about, we talked about that game against Notre Dame last chance to go against Stanford this year. We mentioned Florida international. How about this? I thought it was physically impossible to lose back-to-back games by 40-plus against Middle Tennessee and North Texas. How hard is that to do? Florida International has done it. I mean, I don't have enough time to discuss what a mess the situation is down there with Butch Davis. But uh, Southern Miss, they're playing this week, which is running the single wing now. Give Will Healy credit. Uh, I'd lay it with Southern Miss there. Temple is another one. You talk about a situation that has completely deteriorated. They're playing Navy this week. It's not a great team for Navy this year. Not a great year. They're, you're laying double digits with Navy. Just go against Temple. That's another one. And how about one more? New Mexico is playing Utah State. Numbers about the same as that Notre Dame-Stanford game. Look at New Mexico's passing numbers the last few weeks. They, from 36 yards passing against UNLV two weeks ago, they have gone steadily down from then. 34 <laughs> yards passing last week and then 17 yesterday against Boise State they had a a student manager from three or four weeks ago was actually taken snaps on the blue carpet yesterday this is how desperate they've become with the no quarterbacks there I don't know why New Mexico doesn't do what USM did what Southern Miss did just run the single wing except they don't have a running back like Frank Gore I don't think they'll score against Utah State they've put that total also in the high 40s uh, can you put New Mexico down for anything? So go against them and maybe an under as well. Uh, Utah, Mex- New Mexico State total is 49 and a half. Yeah. The Lobos. Disappointing season. I thought New Mexico was going to be a little bit better than this. Well, their coaching staff's been really disappointing. Yeah. Let's talk about one in the Mountain West that we were, uh, JVT and I were talking about before the show. 
Boise State, San Diego State, the day after Thanksgiving, Bruce. This is a, a really strange kickoff time on the West Coast. And, you know, San Diego State's not playing on a true home field. And uh, the Aztecs and Boise, 9 a.m. kickoff Pacific time, and Boise a two-and-a-half or three-point road favorite. Yeah, I predict the, the crowd count at this will be less than we saw in that Duke-Louisville game the other night um, because they're playing this 120 miles from campus where mm-hmm. they've been playing their home games all year, and nobody's going to want to get up at 9 in the morning the day after Thanksgiving and Carson to come out <laughs> and watch this game for, for no. what it's worth. But we get to watch it on TV. Here, Boise's going to win this game. And I'll t- first of all, this is the best team in the Mountain West right now. Uh, the last month or so, when they started to run the ball, which they sort of forgot about early in the season, but look at Holani's numbers here last month. He's going over 100 yards each week. That's helping Bachmeyer out. The defense is stabilized. They're finally doing what Avalos wants them to do. And look, San Diego State, I don't know how they could keep doing this without a passing game. I mean, this is a school that had Don Coriel at one time. They're ranked 125 in passing. A little bit better since uh, Lucas Johnson, the uh, Georgia Tech transfer. By the way, the grandson of our friend Neil Stoner. Um, you remember him, the AD. He's been with those, some of those dinners in the past, Matt, in March Madness. Uh, he's a little better than uh, Brookshire. I heard that in there earlier. But they, don't, they, they can't balance the field. Their defense has kept them in games with Boise. We saw what it could do against uh, Fresno a few weeks ago. They're hot at the end of the season. They probably won't win their half of the mountain. They're going to have to have UNLV beat Air Force uh, to help them out. But uh, they're hot. They're going to be a tough team to play in the bowl game. They'll beat San Diego State this week. Sounds like that's one of your best bets this week, Bruce. Uh, we got about a minute and a half left. Tell me what three or four of your best bets would be right now based on these opening numbers. Well, I think Oregon State is kind of interesting here. We saw them last night against uh, Arizona State. Technicals are certainly there. Do you know Jonathan Smith is 8-0, his last eight, as a Pac-12 road underdog. He's got a couple losses in the Pac-12 road, like the Colorado game this year. Uh, but he's a favorite in that game. They switched coordinators on defense. They're running the football. Oregon's balloon has popped. They're talking about Cristobal now maybe leaving, going to Florida. That rumor is going to be there all week. And uh, they've only covered one of six at home this season. So I would think there is one definitely there for Oregon uh, For mm-hmm. Oregon State. Would be kind of interesting there. One more here. Now, Georgia, this is a lot of points. And I usually don't tout 35-point favorites. But how about this? Uh, against Georgia Tech, which is go- another one of these teams going really bad right now. I'm not sure Jeff Collins survives. They have not, they have not lost a spread decision in Atlanta against Tech this millennium. It's been since 1997. They'll handle 35. Bruce, appreciate it, man. Thank you very much for the time tonight. Okay, kids. Thanks. All right, we wrap up the opening lines when we come back here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, last couple of minutes here on the Opening Lines. If you missed out on any part of our conversation with Bruce Marshall or Jeff Benson of Circa, you can find those at vsin.com slash podcast right after the show. Every single one of our programs is archived for you to listen to. Also, go and subscribe, VSIN Best Bets. That's in anywhere you can find your podcast. Every single show, you can find it in one nice, neat little feed. All right, so college football, let's roll on with this vibe. Uh, we have a lot of other games to get to. Uh, so you mentioned this right off the top uh, before we were coming in, so let's talk about Texas. Uh, what do you make of the Longhorns this weekend in their spot? <laughs> I think this is a really, really important game for Steve Sarkissian. You don't want to go into the offseason with a seven-game losing streak. Yep. I bet against Texas this past weekend. I had West Virginia minus 2.5, and, and the Mountaineers held on to win that game 31-23. to That's six straight losses for Texas. Uh, you'll recall, I think, halfway through that Oklahoma game when our friend Chad Andrews texted. I remember. Or he, he tweeted, Sark is going to the college football playoff in year one. I mean, he might watch in person. He could be there uh. as a fan with a ticket. <laughs> uh, yeah, Texas has lost six in a row, blew that lead against Oklahoma. And this is crazy. Uh, they say money can't buy happiness. It can't fix a broken football program either. No. Because Texas just can't get this thing right. K-State's always a dangerous underdog, and uh, it's not going to be a gimme for the Longhorns. I saw four as a number out there at one point on this game. Right now, Texas, two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Don't forget their top running back, B. John Robinson, out for the season, too. Yep. You know, Sark, Sarkissian can't decide who his best quarterback is. And I know those guys have been banged up with injuries, whether it's Casey Thompson or uh, Hudson Card, but Texas has got so many problems. And uh, – 
I do think it's important for Sark to win this last game and not take a seven-game losing streak into the offseason. As crazy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Must win. <laughs> I I don't want to say it's a must win, but it sure as hell would make the offseason a lot better if you're a coach not to take a seven-game losing streak I'm, into it. I'm not a must win. Uh, you should probably win. How about that? That's In a your best interest to win this game. <laughs> uh, I, you know, last week I'm kicking myself because I, I saw six up there on Ohio State at the Westgate and a couple other books. I said six is too low. Uh, that number is going to close up closer to 10, definitely over for seven. For this, for this game? Yeah. yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. And um, I didn't I didn't lay the six at the time. I kind of forgot about it. And then it, it's too late now. Ohio State, an eight-point favorite at most spots, seven and a half at DraftKings. But uh, I think you've got to make Ohio State more than a seven-point favorite here. You, I mentioned the two blowouts the last two times. These teams played 56-27, 62-39. Ryan Day hates Jim Harbaugh. He wants to put 100 points up on Michigan. I don't think it's a good matchup for the Michigan defense either. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's got so much speed at the wide, wide receiver positions and one of the most talented running backs uh, in the country as well. It's just a tough offense to contain, and uh, Michigan is not the type of team that could trade shots in a shootout. So I – I know it's a square play, but I'm looking at Ohio State. I, Michigan's one of the—it's one of those things I have to see it to believe it with Michigan because we have not seen it from Jim Harbaugh in this rivalry in a long time. Well, and they're slowly starting to get better, right? I mean, you have that tooth and nail game with Nebraska, but then the last two weeks they have looked downright dominant, dropping over 50 points in both of those games. And now you're talking about statistically dominant too. This is uh, by EPA standards, this is the best offense in college football right now, mm-hmm. the Ohio State Buckeyes, yeah. and Michigan has been. Uh, perfectly fine defensively, 21st overall EPA per play, but this is going to be a massive test in terms of their secondary, and it is a test they have failed multiple times already. Yeah, you know, no, no question. Uh, what do you make really quickly of Bedlam? Uh, Oklahoma on the road against Oklahoma State opened up three with a total of 50 and a half. I barely got by Iowa State, Oklahoma. Mike Gundy's got a, a terrible record in yeah. this rivalry. This is a game he, he's got to win, uh, so I don't disagree with that, but I can't play the Cowboys here. I was going to look up that record. I think Gundy's won like one of the last nine against Oklahoma. Uh, so when you're talking about Oklahoma State being a four-point favorite right now, I can't really get on board with that and uh, lay the points. Also, Florida State, Florida with Dan Mullen on the way out. How do you look at that game? Seminoles have played much better. Uh, recently, they just beat Boston College mm-hmm. on the road. They're going to be headed to a bowl. So Florida State's turned things around. Florida headed the opposite direction. The game's in Gainesville. Florida now, uh, the look-ahead number uh, was 10. Florida a 10-point favorite. Now Florida a 1.5-point favorite here at Circa. Total of 59.5. Like you got to take a look at Florida State in that game. Yeah. yeah well, a couple of these teams, you know, Bruce mentioned that uh, teams kind of throwing in the towel uh, for the most part, like some of these really bad teams, right? Like what do you make of LSU, for example? Like LSU, ULM. They're a 29-point favorite. They get by 27-14, to 14, and now you get Texas A&M, who, man, that was a really tough test against Prairie View, but they passed it. And you know, on, on the fringes with some pretty good wins and some things to play for for Texas A&M, like, I'm really fascinated by the mindset of a team like LSU with their coach. Now, one more and get out the door. Well, you don't know what the situation is with Jimbo Fisher at A&M. There's right. a lot of talk that he's he would take the LSU job. I, I don't think that's going to be the case, but um... – LSU surprised me in a couple spots. To be honest, the Tigers should have beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. You should have, right? So I'm not going to say they've quit and packed it in. 
blah, blah, blah. I think LSU's can sit, continue to play hard there down the stretch, and uh, I'm not going to discount their chances in this game. You know, in the last game, really, um, you got no excuses. You just go out and give it everything, leave it all out on the field, and I think the LSU players are not going to treat this as like a throwaway game. I think they're, they're going to treat it like a big deal. And they they want to send – a lot of these guys like Ed Orgeron too, and they want to send them out a winner. Yeah. So – I would not discount that angle. Anything else on the board? Penn State, Michigan State. Any other game that has stuck out to college football wise? No, I'm going to do a lot more work yeah. on these uh, college football games tonight. But um, um, I'm going to be, even though it's a square play, I'm going to be on Ohio State against Michigan. The Wolverines yeah. are going to have to prove it to me. And Ohio State's is too explosive offensively. Can't disagree, man. Can't disagree. All right, with that. Uh, big games on the board for next week in the National Football League before we get you out of here. Uh, on the Thursday night slate, uh, two of the three games look pretty appetizing. Las Vegas Raiders on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. Buffalo Bills on the road against the New Orleans Saints. And then in the Sunday card, uh, you know, I, I, the Tennessee Titans on the road against the Indianapolis, or excuse me, the New England Patriots. All of a sudden, the Patriots, um, the best team potentially in the <laughs> AFC. Like, right? Like, we, we could really talk about that Possible. being a real conversation. And then, of course, Rams-Packers. Um, of course, that really focusing on Aaron Rodgers and the status of his toe, which is, as you said, what, worse than turf toe? Well, that was his quote. His yeah. quote, or somebody's quote out of the Packers locker room was Aaron Rodgers' toe is worse than turf toe, which is true. That's a big deal. You think Joe Rogan's got anything for it? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He's got something he could smoke. Just rub, I'm not sure if that would, <laughs> help, his on it. Sure that would help his performance in the game. But, yeah, it's something you have to keep in mind because I think one and a half on the Packers is really light. Now we know why that number is where it is. Aaron right. Rodgers, I would say 50-50 to play in that game. Uh, take one last look at Thanksgiving. Bears-Lions kick it off in the morning. My tip would be to sleep in, wake up, watch the fourth quarter. Uh, right now, Bears three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. It looks like the Red Rifle is going to be a quarterback for the Bears against the Lions, and who knows if it's going to be Jared Goff or Tim Boyle or what. But the uh, – the next two games are really good because the Raiders have dropped three in a row. Desperate. Uh, the wheels have fallen off. The Cowboys' uh, offense today was without Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, and those guys might not be back for Thanksgiving. Right now, Cowboys, seven. One spot's got seven and a half, total of 51. Uh, so this is kind of a, a do-or-die game for the Raiders. Uh, you kind of feel like their playoff chances are already Oh, well, on life support. Losing losing the game today for Cincinnati, right? Like it wasn't a playoff yeah. eliminator, yes. but that puts you behind the roadblock because that's a team that's going to be competing with you for one of those wild card right. spots. You got to win a game you're not supposed to win down the stretch, and this would be a big opportunity for the Raiders against a Cowboys team that might be minus a couple of their uh, big time playmakers. And then I think the one that sticks out to me the most right now is if uh, you're going to give me four and a half with the Saints. Yep. And I know Alvin Kamara is going to be back, and we don't know that yet if he's going to be on the field for the Saints. I'll probably look to take the home dog in the late game. Yeah, we're in agreement there, um, and which means I'll probably have a contest in contest tickets in early because I, I don't think that's going to be one I really want to pass up for this coming weekend. Uh, the Bills are kind of on that list for me. You know, the Titans the last two weeks I've played against the Tennessee Titans. Mm -hmm. uh, I've gotten fortunate in both of those results, and I think now the Bills are kind of on that list of overvalued favorite that now is worth kind of taking some inflated numbers uh, against. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, the Bills got up to seven and a half point favorites this week against the Colts. You and I thought that was absurd. Uh, MVP, <laughs> look at that graphic, separated at birth. Hey, JVT and Frank that. Reich. That, huh? I think the difference, Frank Reich. You has guys a missed great, out on the picture with his black room glasses. He's got some good new ones lately. He's got a gray beard, and you're a long way away from having a gray beard. By the way, when, way when, is the, uh, when does the wife do? When's the kid going to uh, show up? Due date is December 11th, but we're officially DEFCON 1. Could come any day now.
All right. Oh yeah, that's a, we're officially in uh, in the red. I might not be here. Ask her, ask her to hold off till after this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping because you're going to miss a week of work when that happens, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Got to help out, man. Got to help out. Uh, all right. With that, uh, by the way, the Buffalo Bills don't look now from Super Bowl favorite to seventh seed in the AFC oh, and barely hanging on. Favorites. I was I was told I was a hater. Wow. It turns out maybe the Bills uh, aren't that good. I don't know. All right, we're all done. Uh, we're back on the edge tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Awesome week of sports, man. It's the best time of year. So get those bets in and enjoy it. And, of course, v your spot for everything sports betting related throughout this fantastic week of Thanksgiving. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.